Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the host of the What Do You See podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that will hopefully lead to a great discussion. In today's episode, again, the shoujo enthusiast of the What Do You Say Anime podcast, will be reviewing the 2000 movie Escaflone, A Girl in Gaia. Let's meet today's teenage adolescent female leads. First up, he puts the van in Vanitas, the truth himself. We have Jay. Jay, how's it going? This was a movie. Sounds like you're doing great. Next up, he has the blood of the Dragon Clan running through his veins. Making his return, we have Haz. Haz, how's it going? You know, I'm doing good. Uh, just came back from learning a few shouts. Can't wait to go back into the world of Skyrim and, you know, fuck some shit up. Next up, he's playing the role of Mural in the Netflix live adaptation. We have Cat. Cat, how's it going? Hey, so since he cast, can I do it too? Uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, no, I'm doing no. great. <laughs> I'm doing great. Getting another car on uh, Wednesday, so yeah, awesome. Good to hear. Our first moderator tonight. He too quit the track team, but instead joined an anime podcast. Instead of being isekai to manifest a blood robot, we have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. I thought you were going to make fun of me in the intro. I changed my mind. You see, okay. <laughs> uh, when you went before pre-recording to get a Snapple, I thought you might have been having a bad day because you don't often get a pre-recording Snapple. So, just want to make sure my buddy's doing. <laughs> He's got two Snapples. <laughs> oh, oh it's a two Snapple day. Start, it's a stressful God. week. You no, know never mind. I'll ask you later. No, I think the last time he had a two Snapple day, uh, it was during Nambaka. That was bad. Yeah. When was when like Miles double fist Snapples, oh, oh, it's been it's been a rough week. Uh, and our second matter tonight, we have Pat. Pat. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, yeah, we're watching Escaflone, A Girl in Gaia. It was a movie that was a alternative version of the original series Escaflone. What was the full title? It was Escaflone of the Starry Night or some some weird BS like that? But yeah, it's a vision. The vision of Escaflone. That's what its name was. Completely different story. Honestly, it has the same characters, although they look very different. This movie was uh it aired in 2000 done by Studio Bones and Sunrise. Uh Yeah, it's a, somehow it's a shojo technically. <laughs> according to uh according to Mal, that's the demographic. It's an adventure, drama, sci-fi, romance and uh fantasy movie around an hour and a half long. So if you want to check it out before and not get spoiled by anything that we say, then you should. Uh, but yeah, in, uh, in the meantime, why don't we start with our usual first impression? So Miles, why don't you start us off? What is your first impression of Escaflone, the movie? Yeah. So the first scene of this movie was like wicked good. Um, it was like a really well animated action sequence. And then from that point forward, the movie got worse and worse and worse. And then I found myself in a hellhole of my own creation that I couldn't escape from. <laughs> Anyways, I would not recommend this movie. Um, no one should watch this. Don't watch it. Wow. Uh, very positive words from, from Miles so far. Uh, Kat, what about you? So, uh, my my first impressions of this movie have been pretty close to Miles in a way. Uh, mainly, just watching this movie has just been almost a fever dream after the first 30, 30 minutes. I felt like there was something that was going to happen, something that was like out of the blue. Because a lot of the uh, 90s shows that I've watched, say, say for like, I mean, like Trigun and, uh, you know, Elfin Lead, they've all had some like really interesting things to that go on. Uh, something that like actually drives them. This show doesn't. It feels very generic. Uh, especially after the first, after the first, like, probably 15, 30 minutes. So, yeah. I would and, not recommend it, because, like, there's really no reason to. I agree with that. Uh, Pete, what have you got? Yeah, I'm on the side of Team Escaflone. I don't think this was as bad as the other people are. I mean, okay, let me say this. There are a lot of problems with this movie. But I'm going to give it credit for when it came out. There are also a lot of good things with this movie. I think it's its length and what I got out of it, the enjoyment factor, was the perfect amount. Uh, yeah, I would recommend this movie if you're looking for like a quick 90-minute um, 
Mecha Isekai movie or some sort. It's it's pretty niche. I don't know if I would like recommend it to like every person, but I don't think this was that bad in general. Yeah, I would recommend it to most people. All right, uh, our first possible review. There you go. Uh, Has what about you? Yeah, so I just you know for preferences, I I I have been watching quite a bit of anime, so perhaps I'm a little more open to certain anime things that go on. I I think this movie was uh you know pretty solidly much to like the the way it is in the beginning. I think it's just solidly like average. I think there's it, it's average in the way that there are a lot of good things I think um in it, you know, immediately apparent. I really like the character designs. I like the animation. Um but also there are things that are bad. So it kind of like evens out. Uh it's not everything is good or like average. It's uh, it, some things are really good, some things are bad. And it's just about how you um what you can excuse, you know? What are you going into this for? Me, I I had 90 minutes and I'm not doing anything. And I feel like this was a, you know, I didn't regret spending the 90 minutes. I didn't know what to do watching this. Uh, so I would recommend it if you're in that side of Headspace. You know, you're just like, I don't really have something to watch. I just want to fill up the time. This is, this is a good show or movie. There you go. All right. Uh, and Jay. Yeah, honestly, so I started watching this movie the other day, and I basically just watched, like, the intro scene, and then I had to go and do other stuff, and I was like, okay, well, I'm feeling good about this, I'll watch it later. And then I did end up watching it later with my boy Aaron, and, like, we were both like, man, this is trash. Uh, the th What I would recommend about this movie, tell you what, I think the best thing you could do for this movie is to just go find the soundtrack for it. By Yoko Kano, the composer for Cowboy Bebop, uh, Record of Lodos War, etc., etc. And just go listen to that instead. Because, you know, honestly, the soundtrack's really good. Uh, I think there's good sound design. Like, there's a lot of... Uh, glamour in it, I guess, at points. Like, it looks good, it sounds good, voice acting's good. But there's no substance. The characters never get elaborated on besides for Van in one single flashback. Everybody else, their names hardly ever even get mentioned. I don't know what, like, four-fifths of the characters' names are. Like, I just don't get how I'm expected to care about this world at all whenever there's nothing that happens development-wise. So, I wouldn't recommend this. If you have interest in it, just go watch the original series. I yeah. would recommend the soundtrack, though. I, I see where you're coming from for sure. I agree with the. Uh, I'm probably gonna be somewhere in the middle of this where I'm not fully anti against this movie because, like others have said, I think it was entertaining for the 90 minutes that I watched it. Like I never got bored and was like, uh, this this kind of sucks. But you know, the second I started thinking about it or wanted to find substance, like Jay was saying, I yeah, and I like I multiple times I had to pause to look at the name sheet on Mal because I was like, oh wait, who are they talking about right now? Like they said someone's name and it what didn't stick for me. The sign was the sound design was really good. The the music's good. The the animation's pretty cool too. Like like we've talked about that opening scene was really, really good. But uh the the story just was horrible. And you could tell like at first I was like, oh, okay, this is a very much so a um a summary movie, right? Like this is summarizing down a 26 episode anime into a movie but then you like you sit there and you're like really is this it like and then and then when you do research you find out that it's a completely different story from the from the movie or, or from the series the movie is so i i would not recommend this beyond like a popcorn movie that you're just trying to watch to fill airtime or if you think that the character design looks cool or maybe you think the cover art is really sick because that's why i wanted to watch it and because someone I actually don't remember who recommended it to me, but whoever did, I sorry that I don't like it as much as I wanted to. Um, I think it's very painfully average, and I think you're better off just going and watching the original series because that apparently has a lot of fans and twice the number of fans on Mal, uh, despite being like four or five years older. So, if there's anything uh, to take away from that, um, I think that that's that's important or relevant. Uh, but yeah, so why don't we get into our discussion? So yeah, now. Uh, we're gonna get into spoilers. It is kind of spoiler heavy because it is a, a story, you know, like the, the story matters and it's only a movie. So, you know, pause this if you need to, but otherwise, why don't we get started? And uh, Miles, I think you had a talking point. 
Yeah, so I guess we were just going to try to talk about the overall plot um, to start with. Um, you know, I think that we're going to let Jay get into it. I think the plot is, like, overall, like, relatively followable, but, like, I don't know why we... You know what, Jay? What do you got for us? I said it before. I'll say it again. Like, I said it before recording, I should say, so I'll say it again for the audience. I think that this movie, honestly, weirdly enough, could have been, like, 30 minutes longer and given us some actual character development and stuff with some of the characters. Like, we had two characters who were, like, one half, or they were, like, half of a Sephiroth each, and we got no experience with them. Like, Falcon was David Bowie playing Sephiroth in the in Labyrinth. And then our guy who looked like Chad from Guilty Crown, he was very Sephiroth-like with his hair and armor and stuff. And I don't know, I just wanted more from them. But, like, how the fuck are you... Like, pardon my language. How are you supposed to care about these characters when they just don't give you any backstory about them at all? Like... You know who had more backstory than all of those characters put together? That random hyena man who got, like, speared through the chest. He had more <laughs> characterization than the vast majority of the main cast. And he died in, like, 45 seconds. And that says a lot. I mean, even our main characters, the only we only get characterization from Hitomi at the very beginning. And we get characterization from Van whenever he gets flamethrowed in the face. Like, that's the only time we get anything from them. The rest is just people... Like, the other characterization we get from... For Van is people just like, like just straight cock riding him, talking about how great of a king he is and stuff like that. It's like, well, prove it. All he's done is walk around shirtless, looking like a Final Fantasy character. Like, man, it's just missed potential. It really made me. It was a great advertisement for the original series because I want to go watch the original series and see how much was cut. It makes you wonder I, though, too, because it's the original. Like, it's not the original show though, so you're like. Damn, I want to see how badly they butchered it more so than or, or do you actually like like the characters that much? Because for me, it's more I just want to see what they cut out rather than yeah. I want to see more of Van or, or is his name, is his name Van uh, or I want to see more of Hitomi. It's like, no, I want to see how different they were, including it's literally changing their hair colors and like their outfits it completely. It's so weird. It's everybody but those two that I want to like we got hints at like our our not V Raw character who is in the other mech. Like whatever Falcon was like, I saved you from running with wild dogs. You were nothing before me. It's like, give me a flashback of him fucking like chasing down an animal and like tearing out its throat with his hands or something. You show how wild he used to be or something like that. Like, did you know that he's meant to, that the other guy's meant to be a pyromaniac? Apparently that's part of his character, but you don't learn anything about that until he uses the flamethrower. Crazy. And here's another thing. Like, a, in a lot of the show, like, the characterization that they try and put into the characters, they just change the stuff that should be subtext, the stuff that you should get, you should get through their actions into just plain text. It feels like law and order in a way just kind of that kind of oh this is 60 this is 60 minute fodder for you to get ready for bed like that type of shit i think so i i kind of agree with jay with the adding 30 minutes more would add a lot to it but i think they could just cut things in the original story to like showcase uh at least the two main characters a little bit more there's a scene where they're in a village uh, kind of when Van wakes up for um, after getting like messed up a little bit, and it's kind of like the spark of uh, Hitomi and Van's romance, where we kind of get like the hints that they're kind of into each other, and then we get like situations where they're like, "Oh, like sister, please come back next time and sing to us," where it's shown that she never sung to these children. And I'm like, what's the emphasis of this uh, point? Because we already see the conflict with like the people with the guy who's in the dragon clan where I think I already have like an idea of like the conflict that's going on there. I didn't really need this entire village to show up to explain kind of like the situation with uh, the civilians and the dragon clan themselves. So that being said, like the story seems a little all over the place when it's supposed to be like an alternative and not a recap. 
it's kind of like where I got a little more confused with the storyline itself. Well, yeah, I, I think also that there's sort of like those 30 minutes, I think or earlier we said you could both add and I feel like you could take away a bit from this this movie and it's a different movie. And I think what what it feels like, you know, now knowing that it was, it's, I believe it's classified shoujo, right? We established. Correct. So what it feels like is the original series is a shoujo and when it was adapted, they tried to cut as much of the shoujo away and, and make it just action because it feels like a lot of the parts that are missing for this are moments like there are moments where they just sort of like you said the, the relationship is developed and there's a spark there but it never feels like at, at the end of the movie at least for me i feel like what i took away was well the animation was really cool i liked the giant mech and that was the fight was kind of you know what i mean i took away those parts because i felt like they were where all the effort went into um i don't know if, if anyone else feels that way but like the actual i could see how the main uh series because I, i've seen some clips for editing like the the main difference i saw in the first episode is van comes and sort of like it goes to earth first instead of her just going over and i could see like a oh life was bad and he whisked me away to this fantastical land and it being a shoujo like that but if you change like the beginning it's now just an isekai and it's set up it's not really set up as that so it feels like they were trying to change that sort of appeal that's a great point small small bit of uh detail here apparently the reason why the characters were redesigned is because they got had like a specific freelancer working at bones at the time uh nobuteru yuki who uh was the designer of the characters in chrono cross as well which is, oh. explains the jrpg like designs of all mm. the characters in this compared to the original yeah, so to respond to what you were saying, Has, I feel like they tried to focus on the relationship stuff, like, a number of times, but they just, and it's like the person who is writing it doesn't understand how, like, humans work. Like, you know, mm. like, they understood how awesome mech fights work and stuff, and they were like, and now we gotta hit the emotional, like, relationship notes. And then they were <laughs> like, how, how does that work? I don't know. Because, like, she's depressed. She is thinking about killing herself. She gets brought into this world. Nothing ever happens about that. Like, she, no. doesn't, she doesn't work through that. He doesn't show her that life is worth living. She doesn't figure out that life is worth living through these struggles. Or, like, I don't know, maybe she does. But that's in no way... It's not even, like, told to us, let alone shown to us, that, like, yeah. she's getting through this. Mm -hmm. She just, like... He's like, I'm sad because all of my subjects in my kingdom were genocided by my brother, and I have to kill him even though he's my brother, and the last living member of my family. And she's like, I was sad too. And like, not to take anything away from whatever depression she faced on Earth, but like, it, you can't reach the same level as that. I'm sorry, that's like, that's a whole other, you know hurdle to get over like the entire elimination of your people and your family and like all of that it's i i don't know it was weird how she resonated so strongly with the genocide of a race <laughs> and that's what made her like really connect to him that like i don't know that felt really weird to me like where she was just looking for any amount of trauma to jump on and be like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was really forced, wasn't it? Like, um, a lot of things felt forced. The elf woman who was, for some reason, on the brother's side, dying at the end because she's like, this is the loyal thing to do when we've had no characterization for her. And she seemed to be aware that he was evil and helping him out of some sort of duress or, like, obligation or something. That felt forced. A lot of things felt forced in this and to, to me it's like i don't know you can have the fancy like fights and everything and like that gives you like a baseline but when you have these characters and their motivations the way they interact their dialogue like everything is such a negative that it just like it like takes away from it for me there are plenty of, like, really relatively shallow, basic stories that have, like, really awesome animation and fight scenes and stuff, and I'm like, 
let's go. That's awesome, right? Like, I gave Bubble an 8, right? Like, that's not groundbreaking in any way on its story. But it's visually whatever, and they do the thing, and it's fine, and it all, like, makes relative sense. It's not special in any way, but nothing about it made me go, oh my god, I want to die. Like, you know, this did. And, like, that that's, I don't know, one of the issues that I had with this. Um, does anyone else have anything on this? Because I kind of want to talk about how they use writing elements like foreshadowing in an amazingly inept way. I'd love to hear that. Okay. I, I definitely want to comment on that once you get done. Because I don't, and people can give me their thoughts if they think this is like an intentional subversion or anything. Okay. But like when she gets teleported to this new world, she is in the dragon mech and she makes the dragon mech move. And like, I don't know if this is just me making assumptions I shouldn't make, but considering she was supposed to be some sort of goddess and she resonated with this dragon mech, I assumed at some point she would use the dragon mech. She would get in the damn robot. Yeah, I thought that she, she would get in the damn robot at some point. Um, she was called the winged goddess, and while at the very end when she leaves the world forever against her own volition... Um, she gets wings. She doesn't get wings. Van gets wings. At one point, Van is flying her down, and people see the feathers from Van's wings, and they go, oh, it's the winged goddess. And it's like, no, it's not! It's Van! He can just do this, apparently. And uh, did anyone else find that, like, weird? Because, like, the naming conventions and, like, how they introduced the mech and all this made me think that she would do anything to solve the problem other than believe in a man, which was actually what her entire role was. It so. seemed like it seemed like her purpose, at least at least what I got, like, is to manifest the Escaflone. Like that is her job. Um she's the pass butter thing from um Rick and, <laughs> Rick Morty. and Morty. Like what is your duty? It is to pass butter. Her duty is just like to manifest this robot for Van to essentially defeat everybody, which I have a huge problem with that because you have stories with like, take for instance, Princess Mononoke, where you have these two fantastic male female leads with the conflicts that they share and they work together and kind of like solve the, the problem at hand. With this, it was just like, Hitomi is there to be Van's buffer. And it seemed like her character itself was just uh, a, a blank sheet of nothingness. It was a big issue with me. and I don't know if the foreshadowing was that, like, she can't pilot the Escaflone, and that's, like, the whole point of why Van gets into it. But, like, who knows? Like, I don't know, because the story is a little wishy-washy and wonky. Yeah, so, from my understanding, and anyone let me know, that it's, like, the Escaflone, like, got corrupted by Van's, like, dark desires or whatever, like, the darkness in his heart, but she's able to support him so that he can use it for good because she doesn't want him to destroy the entire world. Like, she is there to, like, as long as she hopes that he doesn't kill literally everyone with the mech, he doesn't have to. Which he does end up killing a shit ton of people with the mech. <laughs> yes, but like, not, ev not everyone. True, he just wipes out, I don't know, seven districts of that town, but yes, not, not everybody died. Yeah, why, yeah, that's a good point. That, that spaceship collapses on like half the city right yeah it's it's a massacre i mean it starts out by like shooting out its anchors yeah. into just random buildings and killing <laughs> people like it, it's weird it's it's i, I kept uh, saying i will now commit a terrorism every yeah. time every time they would do shit like that because like damn also apparently van can just summon the wings whenever he needs them miles that's yeah but not she's the winged know, goddess, so what? Would, well, because that was the wing mech, and the other one was the dragon mech, and when they fuse, they become the dragon motorcycle. Yeah, it was that. It was like it's like, oh, this is the ancient god, and it was like a tricycle or something. I was like, yeah, this is way got, less cool than the other thing. I feel I mean, like, yeah, I thought it was pretty sick either way, but like, it, it looked like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. In my was, opinion. The, <laughs> the winged dragon yes. of Ra. Yeah, yeah, or like the go. cursed this, dragon. This was an hour and a half movie just about what happens when you play polymerization. Yeah. That's um. 
honestly. <laughs> I don't. It, the the thing too. I I I agree though. Like it it is weird without all the character development. What um. I think there's something interesting to be done with the wing goddess character and the fact that it is in complete control of that mech and obviously Van does what he does and she could check him. I think there's some interesting stuff to be done there with like, you know, like have a moment where she like essentially lets him go off because she hasn't gotten over her own like, like in, in her deepest desires and dark shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's some cool things to be done there. Um, obviously without any context though, it does fall flat. But I don't think the, I don't think her character's design is to be at fault. I think it's just the adaptation. I'm a, right? I'm a bounce off has kind of like what he was saying. I think it's both a positive and a negative where the, the lack of substance that we get from Hitomi's character as the winged goddess is like essentially non-existent in the movie. However, I think the idea of what could actually be portrayed as this winged goddess Makes me want Hitomi to watch the show not, more. Hitomi is not the chosen one in the series. That is a movie only thing. Okay, well that. I'll, uh, okay, let me say this. Then. Let me say this then. The, the movie series. makes me. The that movie makes me so want much. to. She's not watch depressed the either. Series. <laughs> movie makes me want to watch the series, which is like a and, both positive yeah. and negative. No, I, yeah, that was the common theme of what I like. That was a common thing that I heard whenever I was watching it with Aaron too. We were both like, "Damn." This makes me wonder yeah. what the series is like. I will say, like, while it does do that, that, that is no way, like, sometimes we've watched movies and I've been like, damn, that was awesome. I want to check out the rest of this, you know? But this is like, surely, whatever the series was can't be this. Like, I must find out. You know what I mean? It's more like, if you're... You know how you have to like look at a car accident? This is sort of like if if you can like if you like look at a car accident and then you like see something that could be a car accident covered up by a sheet a little bit further down the road and you're like I have to find out if this is also a car accident or not because surely there can't be two car accidents right here. That would be crazy. So you see the car accident and then you see a, a smoke coming around. <laughs> yeah, and you, maybe. you know. And you hope it's like a barbecue or something, right? But like, I don't know. Maybe it's another car. Probably accident. be a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> Man, wow, that's a great analogy. That was. That's <laughs> it's okay. But who? But who doesn't it's like the Escaflone of analogies? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think yeah, we. Yes. I think we spent enough time on like the negatives. I do think that the show had a lot of positives. Um, Did it? Okay, I, I think so too. Or, or sorry, okay, I, I think it had That's a it. lot of positives. And you guys can say what you want, but I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the nice guy in this episode. I thought the visuals in this movie were outstanding. I if you told me that like there were there were clips where if you told me like Ghibli animated it, I would have believed. For a 2000 film, I thought this was incredible, especially like the landscapes when the the ships were coming into the city for the first time. I thought were just Immaculately drawn. It was so well done. The audio, um, just the sound design itself, whether it was the music or the 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 robots crashing into each other or the fighting. So I know that we are mostly negative on this movie, but just for for right now, I think we should talk about the positives of what we saw in our movie. Now I know you just said there's like no character development, but due to the animation and just design and base, I think, like, a lot of the characters were, like, aesthetically very cool. Like, I think after... I think the first scene with Van, like, I was like, damn, like, Van's cold. He's not... He is not to be trifled with. I was... And you know what? It it wasn't, like... It's not, like, some deep, like, you know, I, I he has this well-thought-out character, but, like, very, you know, solidly cool characters. I was... I watched the movie. I could have stopped, but I watched it, <laughs> you know? And, and um, obviously the OST, like we said, and the animation, those were great too. So, so some of you have met my cousin Keegan. Um, my cousin, yes, I have. Yes. My, have my cousin goat. Keegan is a big uh, hip-hop head, and he likes to say uh, this about Drake, and I'm going <laughs> to say that it's the same Escaflowne, no. the movie... 
is the Drake of anime movies. No, because Drake is successful. Um, Drake is and, good. Yeah, fair enough. He said, like, if you imagine a car, right? You have, like, a new Ferrari, and it's, like, shiny and everything, and, like, it looks great, and it's the newest model, and, like, all of the, the trim and all of the extra stuff you can get is great. And then when you open up the hood, it's, like, someone put a two-cylinder engine inside that car. Yeah. Um, uh, counterpoint. Instead, I think that Escafone is like a 2005 Mustang or some garbage car like that that you were tricked into buying after you signed up for the American military. Which uh, I'm going to say is <laughs> me being tricked into voting for this by Pat. Uh, <laughs> I am, <laughs> as the resident gearhead here, I am confused on both fronts. I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> Um, however, I think the point is that, like, while what Pete is saying is true, this is pretty, it's got an amazing soundtrack, has his right character designs, they're fire. The absolute, complete lack of substance in this, um, and I know that we're supposed to be positive right now, but I said those nice things you said were true, so that's my positive part for this, okay? <laughs> um, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is, like... This is, yeah, I mean, this is just like, imagine if I was telling the truth when I talked about Violet Evergarden, right? That's what this movie Watch is. Watch your mouth. <laughs> um, no, what I'm saying is that, like, you know, like, I like to talk about how, like, Violet Evergarden is, like, this, like, shallow and, like, seven just out of ten. pretty seven out of ten thing. This, this is actually that. This is, like, if Violet Evergarden's characters were all complete I garbage see. and there was no, yes, so... This is an indictment on my views on Violet Evergarden, or at least the exaggerated way that I discuss it. Um, I just, I, I can't bring myself to care about any of the things you mentioned, because I kept waiting for her to have wings, and she just never did. Miles, so. at any point in the movie, did you smile or laugh or um, grin or show some teeth or anything like that? So I can actually, I mean, I, I would say like I exasperatedly gasped, um, but I don't, I don't think so. I don't think any point in the movie I was like happy. Um, first scene didn't make you. I, the first I did. I did. Okay, the first scene I will say very good, um, and I thought it was gonna like set a tone, um, but like it didn't. And, it, and I don't know. This it reminded me of like Guilty Gear, in a lot of ways. Oh, Guilty Gear. <laughs> Where? Oh no! Wait, Guilty like Gear that. or Guilty Crown? You mean Guilty oh, Crown? Oh, I mean Guilty Crown. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was, yeah. I, was um, I was, I was, really yeah. ready oh, for this. Shame Dice Case Vision, like Dice Case. God but damn. yeah, we're like there were just scenes where things happened and then they they were never touched upon again. Hmm. Um, and it, like I, I mentioned this in, when we were talking about the pre-show, like that woman shows up, her friend who like encouraged her suicide a little bit, um, yeah. like a, as friends do. Um, that's a real showed, one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, keep that around. <laughs> Yeah, like showed up and like gave her a pep talk, and I was like, "Oh, is there like what's this connection? How is this happening?" Never visited it again. There's a scene where like some sort of person like kills some sort of like other person who looked like they might have been in charge of something. Never followed up again. Um, the in the final the climactic scene, they're confronting the brother who is again trying to kill everyone on the planet. That is what he is trying to do. And then the lion man kills him, who, and we're like, okay. And then they're sad that he died. It, and, but, like, how random is that? Like, I guess it sort of makes sense that th that guy would kill him, because, like, he killed his entire people or whatever, and, like, why would you keep someone as that as your lieutenant? But, like, I don't know. What, did you even have he's thoughts evil. on that? Because that because he's because he's, he's evil. That's yeah. why. The, they, 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 they mentioned the evil player. emperor, or whatever, at all in this movie. Because there's an evil emperor, apparently. 
The only maybe like, that's who died. No, he was nah. He looks like a big no. Nah, Falcon died. He's like the he's the second in command. Actually, he's not even the big bad of the series. I think there might be a scene where Falcon kills him, but they don't tell us who he is because I remember a scene where Falcon kills someone, but there's no explanation of who. I'm or why? DM you a spoiler of who the evil emperor is, Miles. Cause just because oh, I want okay. your reaction. Okay, is this only... real? Is this actual? Yes. Okay. The only way that I can like that <laughs> no, there it's would not. be Swear that there would be any like uh, character development in this story in regards to like that lion dude is like earlier when uh, when the dude that's like, oh, let's kill everybody. Uh, knocks him off his horse. That's like the only, the only like connection I can have to any sort of character development. Because other than that, there's he's just like, hey, don't kill everybody. Just do the objective. Hold on, that, Mile, Miles is running us down the wrong path right now. We're supposed to be talking about the things that we like. Oh, yeah, these are some I think of we've my. Already talked about that. These no, we are have my not. favorite. These are my favorite things. These are the most positive things I have to say about this movie. You're you're, um, you're poisoning the water right now. But, I have a question though too. I, like uh, at the right at the end when they she goes in uh, like I thought the the again the scene was animated really well when she finally gets her wings right and uh, you know floats away whatever goes back to her real life. We don't actually find out what happens. Does she go back to her own original world? Like we we don't know. I think um, so. He does. Oh, yeah. Gonna, you know. Th- She's gonna jump, right? Yeah, that's her thirteenth. That's definitely her thirteenth reason. Yeah. No, <laughs> either way, the literal planet fades out of the sky. Did you guys see that? Yeah, that was cool. That, that was the, cool, but like, what was it? The implications Ooh, of that are horrifying. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, is it supposed to be? Oh, Gaia is finally gone because she's the girl from Gaia or in Gaia. Like, is she is she supposed to be the representation of like, I don't know, nature or? Um, I think, well, she came from Earth. I think they actually moved Earth closer to the planet to bring her there. And then when she went back, they can move Earth back. Oh, that makes so much sense. It's my best explanation. Do they ever explain why the moon had the dragon eye on it? Because it's a fantasy land. Okay, but surely there should be a reason for that. All right, now you're asking too many damn questions. It's one question. (laughs) (laughs) Look, bro, it's a Death Star. We move on. No, that would have been a fine answer. (laughs) We move on, yes. (laughs) Look, but I think think this does go to show my first point, where I think, like, what I said in First Impressions, it's not this isn't an average film this is there are some good things and there are some bad things and it's just about what can you let fly past you you know what i mean because as miles has acknowledged there there are good things but they're to him they're stifled by lack of substance uh i've watched too much baki and king and ashura to lie that i care about (laughs) substance but you know this 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 hits for me in that sense I felt like a final thought. Are we moving on to final thoughts by chance, or we oh, still got lots of time? Oh, we got but time. I heard we got plenty of time to. Well, so what else did people like about this movie? I, I will say, um, we kind of touched on already. The voice acting was really good. I thought, like, even the production was good overall for this movie. It was well made. Uh, that there was a little bit of CG, I think, but like. Not in a bad way. Like you, you could tell it was CG, but it wasn't bad. I don't know how you guys felt about it, at least. But um, I I liked the little interaction. We didn't get much of it, but the characters themselves, it, it felt like they were assembling a cast at the beginning of the movie. You know, when or, or we're slowly introducing. It felt like Fena, kind of right, like with the pirate princess, whatever mm-hmm. story. Or like One like, Piece oh, or something. Where you have this yeah, like, band of like misfits or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun, and then we never saw most of them again for the rest of the movie. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, but that that's a positive, right? That that I don't know. I enjoyed that scene. Um, I want to piggyback off of what you just said because, like that, that is another thing that I that I thought was good because, like, with the because going from that to the to the, like full series, there's got to be more with that entire cast rather than just you know. 
Hey, like, the cast is completely different in the series. Wait, it is? Okay, so like Millerina in the movie is like this badass like um fighter chick or whatever, and then in the series she's a princess with blonde yeah. hair. So like I guess none of us have seen the series. I don't know what to expect from the cast still, in the series compared to what we saw in the movie. Because I think in the movie it's like awesome. Like the potential of that cast is awesome. Yeah. The series might be completely different. That's where I'm like I think it'd be really fun to like contrast the series to the movie. This because honestly, I don't know if anybody has seen something like this. The only time I can think of something where they do something like this is like a spin-off like gag manga or something like that, where they can put it's like a carnival phantasm where they just flip the switch of like what we're seeing and make it something completely different. But this is like they're trying to tell a complete story in an hour and thirty minutes, but like at the same time, twist the roles of everybody involved. So I think it would be like a really interesting compare and contrast between just to see where people are and what they're doing. Because I think Van in the series is a um, him and um, Falcon are half brothers. And so it's stuff like that where that's never addressed in the movie, but would kind of make sense why Falcon is like the king in the movie. And it's just, I don't know. To me, that just seems like a really interesting compare-contrast type of thing. I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts on that. I I, I do think it, it would be interesting just because, you know, I just, it there there seems to be so much split focus, like I said earlier. Like, I feel like um, I, whenever there was a scene regarding anyone's relationship, it felt a little detached from the at least what I felt was drawing me in, which was the action, the nice animation, sort of cool, like, 2,000 character designs or whatever. Um, so I would love to see, like, are these changes in the benefit of, you know, making it this this dramatic, like, action story? Because I I really do feel like, even even though, of course, I didn't personally feel it because we didn't have any character development, but... The scenes with Van and like where he was getting angry and those scenes, they felt like if there was context, they'd be super like I could get this sense that there was like some emotion there. And, and, and I thought the way it was framed, it was really dramatic and stuff. Um, so I wonder if those changes would be something that shifted that tone to make these characters like more dramatic and stuff or if it was actually to make it more shoujo-esque and, and focus on the relationship because i think that would give some good also information as to the process of how they chose which scenes to keep or to change is there anything from the movie that you would want to see like expanded in the series that you thought was like how do i describe it as we're like van van being like a half brother to falcon mm -hmm. Seems like a very major storyline po point to the movie that's never addressed. Is there something along those lines with a, either like a character or a plot point that you would want to see addressed in the more than the what you saw in the movie? Every single character. Yeah. Yes. Literally yeah. every single one of them. Like, for example, like everybody in the crew, it felt like you said it felt like an adventure, uh, an adventure show like One Piece where they're assembling a crew and it's going to be like really good, like chirping in between uh, crew members, uh, kind of like Sanji and Zoro or something like that. Um, and then it's just nothing. We don't get much of anything after that. Yeah. I, I think uh, if you wanted to like really like hone in and like you wanted to make this like a, a centered around something uh, story i feel like they should have went a little deeper on um the only part that really interested me and i, I guess also why I, I enjoy van because i believe that this explanation made sense is like van struggle with like being a king and like he doesn't really feel like a king in the whatever it's like there's there's stuff about i think van in particular needed the most because i think it felt like 
there were a lot of beats that were specific to him that were supposed to be the impactful moments. The other people we could definitely get some more about, but I think in the grand scheme of things, as long as I understand how Van views them and like this line about like, you know, his responsibility and stuff and all that, um, I think that would make an interesting, uh, you know, thing to expand on and would complete a lot of the issues I think I had, even the lack of development for other characters if it was just through Van's perspective. Yeah, I don't know. Like anything to do with Alan would have been cool. Apparently, he has like a whole backstory with about his family getting murdered and stuff like that. Uh, would have also been kind of cool to learn about the uh, like crazy antagonist guy that they had there, who at the end just gets to like ride off into the sunset with his boys. He was probably my favorite character, more. the Starscream guy. Oh yeah, the Shark Claw. <laughs> Go watch yeah. Gundam if you like him. You'll enjoy okay. it. Yeah, like, I-, I liked him because he seemed like he wanted to, like, create chaos and kill everyone in the main cast, and I hate all of them. So, like, um, I was, like, pretty pro that happening. And at the end, he faces no consequences whatsoever. Oh, and yeah, says, like, he got yeah. off easy. He didn't even, like, the <laughs> robot fucked up, that's all. And he was like, there's always going to be another war to fight, leading us to believe that, like, none of this happened, fixed anything. Which, like, fair enough, I guess. Uh, like, you know, if you want to, like, do the endless cycle of war or whatever is, like, a theme of this. But this doesn't really feel like one of those. Saying the person me- that was piloting the mech? That was a she, wasn't it? No, it's a dude. No, I'm pretty sure that was a she. That's a spoiler. Oh, okay, well, I thought it was a guy. So, uh, I I thought it was the either way. Um, Apparently, it's matter. like a, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Cool. For one the of them is. Good one of them now. got. One of them was adapted in Fate Universe, and that's why the gender was changed. Yeah, so, that was. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> when they're reincarnated as a servant, they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Easy. All right. Um, I think we're good to move on to final thoughts then. Uh, so yeah, why don't we give our final thoughts and scores? Uh, I like. Is there any? I, that was my me hitting my desk by accident with my hand. But um, what is there any substance or enough substance to really say like best boy and best girl? I really don't think there is. Uh, I think I there is for best boy, best character, best character. Uh, do, best, yeah, let's do best character because it's just not enough for most of these people. I mean, yeah, well, the best boy would just be Van. I feel like for a lot of us. Uh. Either way, all right, yeah, so let's do best character and our final thoughts and your score as well so that we can tally that up and see what we rate Escaflowne. Uh, Miles, why don't you start us off? Sure. Um, best character, huh? Yeah, I know it's going to be so hard for you, Miles, but please put on your thinking cap and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Van or something. Yeah, Van I, was pretty cool, wasn't he? I did yeah. he not even like Van at all. Like, I, no, I didn't. I didn't. He didn't do. He one. He had to have been the worst king in the history of that kingdom, right? Because he allowed literally everyone in his kingdom to die. But that's neither here nor there. Um, he had that really cool scene at the beginning, and then they treated him like he was going to be some sort of character to character. They were like, he only fights alone. He doesn't like anyone else being there. But then they talked about how good of the king he was. So like, surely that can't be true. Regardless, he had that cool fight scene. That was the only cool scene in the movie. Um, he also got a fight in the mech. That was honestly probably a pretty cool scene, too. I, I like that. A lot of, you know, the visuals and stuff were fun. Um, I did like the organic nature of the mechs in this. I, like, thought the design and stuff was really cool. How it was, like, very, I don't know, like, organic. The way, like, things opened and closed and stuff. It was, like, this weird mix between... Um, you know, like, man and machine, kind of. Um, overall, I, I really did not like this movie. I felt like nothing paid off. I hated all of the characters. I thought that we learned nothing along the way, um, kind of like the last episode of Seinfeld. You know, ultimately, I, I'm going to give this a three. I don't like it. Three. Three out of ten. All right, that's not as bad as it could have been. I, I think it, There was two whole numbers that could have been worse, so. Yeah. Was... There you go. All right, uh, Kat, what about you? So for me, uh, this movie was genuinely one of the one of the most forgettable movies I've seen. 
Like, uh, mainly because, like, the first part of the movie, uh, unless you guys had told me during the pre-show, or, uh, yeah, during the pre-show, that, like, she was getting ready to kill herself with the, like, with her shoes there, uh, like, or, I mean, yeah, the whole thing about the depression later, that was a slap in the face with depression, but, like, uh, at the, at the beginning, if you guys didn't tell me, I wouldn't have known. Like, and then later, just having that whole switch, I just, that was just a lot of stuff that, it's, it's hard for me to, like, actually want to remember. It's a lot of stuff that I don't think that I would actually enjoy, personally. Uh, enjoy, like, talking to other people about, which is why I didn't recommend it. Honestly, the show kind of suffers for it. Like, even even with the whole thing about, like, uh, wanting to watch the original series because the original series would be better, I'm not even sure if it sparked that in me, personally. Um, now, Best Girl, this is mainly just a shout-out to who I am, uh, it's gonna be Meryl, the cat girl, that's throughout the whole show. So, yeah, um, but other than that, like, my final score, uh, I was gonna rate it a five, but I think I'd probably go down to a four, honestly. Four? Alright. Uh, Pete, what about you? Bring the score up a little bit here. I think when we talk about this this series here, I think I realize that I have a very higher I have a higher tolerance towards series and shows than movies. Where the fact that I could watch all of this in an hour and a half sways what I actually think about this show. I I am going to pull an anti Miles and lower my score by a point after talking about this, but I was even though like the substance was terrible and the character development was non-existent i fell in love with like the world that they were in the music the sound the visuals i was entertained watching this movie i think that says something so i'm gonna be a, i'm gonna be meet somewhere close in the middle i'm gonna give it a six out of ten and my best character is going to lion boy because i thought that his character was actually semi flushed out for what this was in general so I'll, I'll put in that term six already uh has what about you yeah man i mean i i, I think it's already well done you know I'm, I'm pretty laid back with sort of what i expect out of anime um so yes. i wasn't super uh like disappointed by anything i think it, it this show kind of made me think about um i sort of mentioned this beforehand before we started recording, like what the anime equivalent is of like those really brainless movies that we watched. Like I watched uh, the example I pull up is Jason Statham's like Wrath of Man. Like as a movie, there's like literally no substance in my yeah. opinion in that movie, but I watched it all and I was like, that was really cool. And you know, it shows like this where I feel that same way, but I also look around and I'm like, you know, anime doesn't really have that. I feel like I I think generally when we tune into anime we don't have like that equivalent or like acceptance of like brainless stuff like that but I don't know I thought this was decently entertaining Van's my favorite character he's super like very stereotypically early 2000s cool um and you know I'm a big fan of that big sucker for that time so yeah uh I'm going to give it a a 6 I you know again like I was saying earlier if you just have like 90 minutes to kill don't know what to watch and this just is in front of you just watch it you know there you go all right uh and jay uh so i think for my rating i'm gonna go ahead and give it two points for the ost a point for the voice acting and a point for that opening scene which uh goes up to four points total for me um I don't think that I would recommend this to anybody. Like, yeah, you know, I guess if it's like the only, like if you, this is the only thing you can possibly watch on your computer or something, then yeah, go ahead and watch it, I guess. But there's so many better anime and specifically mecha movies to watch, even by like the people involved with this. 
Like, you could go watch, like, Lodos or Macross or something like that. Well, Lodos isn't a mech thing, but it's an Isekai-type beat. But, uh, I don't know. In general, I think that the soundtrack and the voice acting was probably the high point of this. It also had some good backgrounds and stuff, so I'll say that. But, uh, yeah, 4 out of 10. Would not recommend. 4 out of 10. Alright, uh, and I'll just echo some of the other points. I, I liked Van. I think, uh... I would want more. I would want to see more of him. So I guess he would be my best character, mainly because he actually did stuff on the screen and existed. And I don't know. Got to hear him talk a lot, I guess. You know, there's that going on for him. I I had fun with the movie. I don't think it was particularly good. I really like that analogy has of that uh, Wrath of Man or something like that, where you're just watching and you don't have to think about the plot because the plot's pretty bad. But the plot excuses the fact that they're is a guy going around killing people. And there you go. That's all you need, right? For that movie to work. And uh, it's it was entertaining. I, I think that the production on this movie was really cool. And maybe uh, I'm being nice to it because it is from the 90s. Uh, but at the same time, you know what? God damn it. Art is art. And it has to be good for it to last yeah. the test of time. And it should get shit for not having, you know, a functional female character character in the show at all i i think i don't think they have a single one uh he told me is just there she sits there and does nothing she's like uh uh she's like Fena from the pirate princess arguably like pretty much the same character in terms of like what she does in the show or for the show that she's in so i don't know um well Fena puts on she... a cute hat at least yeah that's true <laughs> and is and, and is very cute overall I, he told me puts on a cute suit at one point in the show so uh, not that she chooses to, I don't think. I think she gets born from it, right? Isn't that what happened? I don't know. Uh, yeah, very, very okay movie. I think that a 5 out of 10 is a fair score for it because the production's there, but the story or the writing was not. And I am intrigued by the original series, but knowing me, I'll never get around to it because I still have to watch Escaflone. I would watch Escaflone, uh, not Escaflone, pardon me, Raze Fon, and or Raze Fon's original series before I would go and watch this uh, shows original series. Uh, I think I'm more intrigued by Raze Fon uh, than I am with the show. But yeah, so I think that that wraps up our discussion on uh, Escaflone, the movie. Uh, we ended up with an average score of a 4.67. So uh, not too hot on our scales, uh, especially compared to the Mal. On Mal, it is a 7.06. Not a ton of users rating it, but still. Uh, it is a top 2,500 popularity anime. So there's that. Going for it. Um, and yeah, why don't we talk about what we're uh, watching next week or two weeks from now, Miles? So here is what we have for our voting. So in third place, we have Tekken. Um, <laughs> in se second place, we have the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Second time in a row, baby. And in first place, we have My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute. Yeah, I'll see you guys uh, in a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching this shit. You know, I, you know, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued good. at the very least. I, I am, I you genuinely am intrigued. And yeah, people, because I, I haven't seen it yet. So uh, you know what? You Let's haven't see seen it? No, I would rather be able to uh, go to whatever religious heaven is the correct one because none of them are going to let you in if you watch <laughs> that's fair oh no all right well we are watching Arriba. you know what johnny i hope you flunk for nominating this shit. <laughs> i hope and i hope nobody ever gets at me for my nominations again this is insane yeah oh, oh so this is bad but um, this is like two this is way worse than my mental. This, this is way worse than any fucking worse. The it's show even... is called My Little Sister Can't Be This. Cute. I haven't. Like, yeah. not... I feel like the production. It's not even a question. Be better than the production. I haven't. Of... Did I, haven't I just explain to show. you how much production matters to me? There. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Right. This feels like it's gonna just be Pet 2.0. Now, from my understanding, the show doesn't get particularly <laughs> incesty until season two, so we'll find out. But I wait, suppose. that's where you're wrong. <laughs> okay, wait. Do you know? Have you seen it before, Pete? No, of course not. Oh, okay. Well, you've seen Am I the Oro only Manga Sensei. Seen Oro Emo I watched that for the, the meme. 
No, this is also no. You can't same author. No, you don't even. You can't say. Of course, I haven't watched this, but I've watched Arrow Manga Sensei. We're watching this. I did not call a How goes on skates right there? Trying to wrestle with that information. I learned my lesson after watching Arrow Manga Sensei that I'm going to stay away from shows like Orimo. Okay. Well, this is where we're at. All right, why don't we discuss what we're nominating for next week, keeping in mind that certain selections might actually get made, and your nomination will get picked sometimes. So this is please... like when Sanjaya beat Chris Daughtry in American Idol, um, if anyone's old enough to remember Chris that. Daughtry didn't even make, like, the top five. Yeah, because they hate-voted in some dude with a mohawk. Can we d- talk about our nominations instead of wrestling or whatever the fuck This is American Idol, about. baby. <laughs> American Idol. Same dip. American Idol. Yeah, Anime podcast, everyone. Just about as real. You <laughs> we're, know? we're a Twilight um, podcast. All right, Miles, what is your nomination? What did I do last week? Liz and the Bluebird? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do Rosario Vampire Season 2. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Has frantically scrambles no. to find a new show. No. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nothing happened. Uh, no, no. Rosario <laughs> Vampire cr- Season 2 has <gasps> been nommed. Oh, my ankles. Uh, I got this. Pete, what about you? Uh, I'm going to re-up a show. Sorry, I'm going to nom a show that actually comes out a week from today. I'm going to nominate Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Oh, sick nom. Is it? Oh, it's a Netflix show, so yep. there will be all of it? Yep. Okay. Notably, uh-huh. we'll only have a week to watch it. But, oh, no, we won't no, because we won't. of how time works. Yep, Correct. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Oh, cat, uh, the cat is back. What have you got for us? What's your nomination, bud? My nomination is, I guess I'm doing this for a third week in a row, uh, The Melancholy of Harahi Suzumiya. I'm voting first for that, baby. Don't worry. I, we're going to watch that eventually. Let's go. All righty. Uh, Haz, what about you? All right. L- me, with the recovery of the year, I'm going to nominate Invaders of Raku Joma. Uh, which what is <laughs> what the fuck has like, like, what I'll I'll uh put that in there for you Miles. Yep. This, this looks is like a hash show. About, this is about uh a a man who moves and then there's a battle royale with a ghost, a magical girl, a princess, an alien a, and some other thing for ownership of this room apparently. Um, at least what my very quick reading said. So, clearly, high art. And, I mean, that's essentially the cast of Harui Suzumiya. So. All right. Fair enough. All right. Jay, what about you? Uh, I am going to nominate Natsumi's Book of Friends. Hell yeah. Oh, that's a spicy vote. I like that. I've nominated that before, and it came in last. Let's hope the J Factor can bump it up. Well, now that I know I can tell people to come and vote for things that they like, I'm going to do that. You absolutely can. Oh, there you go. All right. Uh, my uh, nomination, since this is, by the way, I forgot to mention, this is nominations for October 3rd. We'll be done with the fall anime season by then. Uh, or I guess technically it's the summer, summer anime season by then. So I, uh, I was going to nominate Ruby, or I was hoping to nominate the Ruby anime, Ice Queendom. Uh, I don't want to sit here and tear that apart as mu- as much fun as that would be for a while. Uh, I I don't want to do that. Um, I I don't know if my mental health could take it. So instead, we're gonna do Main Abyss season two. I want a reason to watch the whole show back to back and and binge it. And by that time, it will be finished. And yeah, we should watch it. I've heard really. I good think things. we would, would have to good... do the movie first. Because mm, the movie annoying. is a sequel like to that. the season one. Yeah, well, mm, shit. You can't watch season two without the movie. That's the problem. I've already <laughs> watched the movie. Well, then I'll do Licorice Recoil then instead. Great pick. Great yeah, pick. I'm excited to finally finish that. I, I wanted a reason to binge Main Abyss, but I still will do it anyways. Uh, so we'll do Licorice Recoil instead because, I don't know, that's a show that I need a kick to watch too because like I've seen so many great clips from it's it. Really- I watched the first episode or two episodes or something from it and I enjoyed it. I But I also just, I don't know. I don't. I I need that kick in the ass sometimes. Uh, yeah. And this would be so. a good way to do it. Um, 
Yeah, so yeah, I think that that wraps up all of our nominations going into uh, to be voting on. But yeah, so we'll see you guys two weeks from now when we watch. Uh, God, we watch our our emo. Uh, I can't believe I just said that. When they watch our emo. When they watch, yeah. When we watch a Revo. <laughs> take it away. Thank you. Okay. If you have <laughs> made it this that. far and you want to support us, the best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are watching us on. Next week, we will be looking at the absolutely stacked fall 2022 lineup with such bangers as Uzaki-chan wants to hang out season two, Peter Grill season two, and that time I was reincarnated oh. as a sword. So yeah. snacks. <laughs> Join us next week for that. Otherwise, if you are here for Watch Club, join us in two weeks for Oremo. Yay! Go to kill myself. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye! Fuck. Yay.